Today. 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 Today with Jeff Vines. Twice every weekday on Vision and on demand in the free Vision Christian Media app. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. Well, the 2016 Australian Christian Book of the Year is described as a gentle reflection and a handbook for survivors of sexual abuse and those who seek to understand and support them. Author Jane Dowling is the winner of the 2016 Australian Christian Book of the Year. The book is called Child Arise, The Courage to Stand, A Spiritual Handbook for Survivors of Sexual Abuse. Jane prayerfully applies God's word to the experience of living with the long-term effects of sexual abuse, including abuse by clergy. Jesus shows her the way from ruin and despair to healing and hope. And for a church that's yearning for healing and wholeness, Jane Dowling has performed a great service. Jane is joining us. Hello, Jane. Welcome to 2020. Hello, Neil. Thanks very much for having me. Well, Jane, first of all, let me just say congratulations because winning the Australian Christian Book of the Year Award is a significant recognition for your work. How do you describe your book and the fact that it was in a short list with some other wonderful authors? You must be quite pleased that it actually got the sort of recognition that it did. I'm actually quite surprised, Neil, that it did get um, such recognition. I, When I, I began writing the book, I would have never imagined that I would have been standing up to receive the Christian, the Australian Christian Book of the Year Award. So that came as a big surprise to me. And it was a gift to receive that award for a work that I feel um, wasn't so much a, that I had done, but a work that God had done in me. And that's been something I've been celebrating for the last week after receiving that prize. So I was very grateful to receive that prize. Jane, the book itself is a product of a difficult life that you have had and tackling this topic, which is a sensitive topic, even talking about it today and any time we talk about uh, sexual abuse of children and then we introduce into that all of the complexities of clergy sexual abuse, uh, it is the product of a very difficult life. What can you enlarge on? as we understand your background in writing this book. Mm, yes, it's a quite a sensitive issue to talk about um, and I'm very conscious of that as I'm speaking to you this afternoon for the listeners who have been sexually abused. Um, sexual abuse has uh, long-term life effects which are physical, emotional, psychological um, mental and also spiritual now. So the impacts and effects of sexual abuse are quite profound. Um, and embarking on a healing journey and walking towards healing is a long lifetime journey. Um, and it really does require a lot of support um, and professional people around the survivor who can walk with them um, in a way that empowers them and guides them, facilitates them to um, 
be able to deal with those effects and integrate them into the life that the survivor is living. Yes. So So I guess it's fair to say, isn't it, Jane, that even though you experience a degree of healing and some of those hurts and those scars are still around, there is a journey that you continue on, even though you're able to reflect so beautifully in your book about your own journey through this whole process. That's right, Neil. Um, I wouldn't say that I'm completely healed. Sexual abuse has so many layers and those layers are continually um, being revealed as one continues their lifetime journey. Um, For example, I I was sexually abused as a a child by a family relation and then later on um, by a member of the clergy. I entered a religious order and within that order I developed an autoimmune illness. The illness itself um, produced uh, or or began to arise from that layers, new layers uh, and issues of, of the impacts of abuse that I hadn't faced previously. Um, So that whole sense of within an illness feeling powerless and feeling helpless and not having control over um, the effects of trauma that I had lived at the time when I was sexually abused as a child. So many new issues arose from that and that's only one example of how the layers can be constantly revealed. So it is a lifetime journey and the survivor is constantly faced with new issues that, that we're invited to open ourselves up to heal. And it is a very painful journey. Jane, you mentioned that you joined a religious order. So you grew up connected in church life. You went through these issues of childhood sexual abuse and then abuse by clergy, and you still, in your own heart, realized that you wanted to join a religious order as an adult uh, so that the experience of sexual abuse didn't destroy your faith. So your faith was always bigger than the challenges that you were going through. I'd say my faith... Um, in the end, my faith was um, able to conquer the previous struggles that I had to joining the religious order. Before I entered my religious order, um, I was struggling with my faith because of the sexual abuse. I did have issues with God. I, I was blaming God for what had happened. I felt God failed to protect me, but there was a very concrete moment um, within my experience of um, the sexual abuse that I happened to open the scriptures and I read a beautiful passage from Isaiah 43 verse 1 um, where, where the word of God says, don't be afraid, I have redeemed you, O Jacob, O I have called you, O Israel, you are mine. And those words spoke to me at a time where I felt I was in a very dark tunnel and there was no light at all. Um, I'd hit rock bottom and I was actually quite suicidal. So when I read these words, it was as if 
God found me in that very dark tunnel and the smallest flicker of light came with those words and gave me a source of hope. And I really experienced that there was someone behind these words. They weren't just words on a paper that I was reading, but there was someone behind these words who loved me, who called to me, who knew I was afraid and in despair and who was telling me, you are mine. So my whole restlessness to know who God was and and, um, embark on a deeper journey of knowing God began at that point in my life where I was really at rock bottom. And um, that begins the story of how I entered into the religious order. And from there, my faith um, continued to develops as did my relationship with God and um, my faith grew stronger within the process of facing sexual abuse. And that would be the reason why scripture plays such a prominent role in your book because you want people to appreciate that when you are reading from the scriptures, God's word, there is real substance to God's word. There is healing in God's word. Definitely, Neil. I experienced uh, over the last 22 years now, I've been going through my own journey of healing and I, for me, the Word of God is is a foundation in my healing process. I experience it powerfully transforms and integrates um, the effects um, of sexual abuse. Um, I've I also belong to a religious order whose ministry was prayer, praying daily with scripture um, and evangelization through giving spiritual retreats. So the work that I was doing within my community was praying the word, allowing the word to speak to my personal circumstances, elaborating the word that I prayed every day and writing it out for a talk that was then to be given in a retreat. Um, And then there was a huge emphasis on trying to live that word, that same word that I was going to speak, trying to live that and integrate that word in my life so that when I spoke it at a retreat, it was a word that could give life and was, um, was, was also light and hope and and faith-filled for others. So that's why the scripture is so prevalent in my book. It comes from, I guess, a lifetime of experiencing the power that comes from scripture to transform any painful experience, any tragedy, um, and and any experience of hate to to love or despair to hope. So that is why scripture for me, it's really foundational in my own healing process of sexual abuse. Our guest is Jane Dowling, winner of the 2016 Australian Christian Book of the Year Award. Her book is called Child Arise, The Courage to Stand, a spiritual handbook for survivors of sexual abuse. We'll continue our conversation in just a short while. Well, we're taking a little time to talk with the author of the winning book in the 2016 Australian Christian Book of the Year. Her name is Jane Dowling, and her book is called Child Arise, 
The Courage to Stand, a spiritual handbook for survivors of sexual abuse. Jane, as we talk about writing, about very difficult and painful experiences, some people would say that writing for them is cathartic or healing. It brings some sort of emotional relief. How did your decision come about to write a book about your own experiences? Um, my decision um, came about back in 2012. Um, I came away from my religious order due to illness. So it was during a time where I wasn't involved with any apostolic commitments, so I wasn't active in ministry. Um, I was undergoing um, a, a, a process um, for my sexual abuse as well. I was seeing a psychologist at the time. It just happened that that year, in November 2012, the Prime Prime Minister then, Julia Gillard, announced the Royal Commission into Institutional Responses for Child Sexual Abuse. Um, and at the time, there was a lot of media coverage and advocates for sexual abuse who were speaking publicly and encouraging survivors of abuse to participate in the Royal Commission and private hearings that were going to take place. So as I listened to all that media coverage and very aware of my own past experiences, I felt a personal stirring from the Holy Spirit and a call from God to come forward and to have the courage to tell my story to the Royal Commission. And I felt, um, as I prayed, that that was important to do that because um, the more voices that could come together, the stronger the voice would be. Um, her sexual abuse is and, and the lifelong effects that it has in survivors and I felt if change was going to happen in um, our institutions and they were going to be purified it was only going to come from people who had the courage to come forward and tell their story so I felt Jesus was inviting me to line up and to um, tell my story. I was also very aware that um, hundreds, I guess I, I couldn't have imagined the thousands that have come forward, but I knew that many others would come forward as well, and that was going to mean re-traumatisation for each one of us who was telling our stories, because as you retell the story, um, your whole body begins to relive those experiences that you went through at that exact time. So if you were terrified during the time of the abuse, you relive that terror. Um, if, you know, we felt despair, that whole despair overwhelms us. Um, so it's, it's quite a... It requires a lot of courage to come forward and I was aware that survivors would experience re-traumatisation. I knew that God had given me the gift of my um, ministry and my charism of prayer and um, evangelisation through the word and I felt that God was saying, now's the time, Nadia, put pen to paper. If you're going to go through these painful experiences, go through them. Um, um, 
giving hope and life and faith to others through my word. So it was a challenge for me, but I felt deeply inspired by the Holy Spirit. I knew the work didn't depend on me. The work depended on Jesus. And he promised me that if he's going to begin this good work in me, he's going to carry it out right until the end. So um, I guess now I can really say God was true to his word. Let's talk about God and church and having suffered sexual abuse. When people hurt us in the context of church, we can often have some difficulty with our feelings towards God. How did you experience and what you went through with that clerical sexual abuse, how did that affect your relationship with God as our Heavenly Father? Oh, it had a huge impact on my relationship with God as Father, just um, for the fact that a priest, or in my case it was a Catholic priest, um, um, for me, growing up, the priest was identified with God. Um, he represented God. Um, so when I called the priest Father, um, for me, that he represented God the Father. Therefore, the image I had of God the Father was exactly um, the, the the image I had of Father so-and-so who abused me um, sexually. So that had huge implications, Neil. Um, I, um, I couldn't trust God as Father um, initially. I, I thought if Father so-and-so abused me, then Godfather was going to abuse me as well. Um, I couldn't feel safe with Father so-and-so, so I thought I couldn't feel safe with God the Father. So it had huge implications, and what I found I was doing in my relationship with God as Father um, was transferring those same characteristics or feelings that I had towards the priest um, onto God the Father, um, which made it very difficult to develop a personal relationship with God as Father. And I had to come to understand what was happening in my relationship with God the Father. And that took me a while. And I had to really grapple and work with the effects of the sexual abuse. Um, so that meant learning to dissociate um, the the feelings that I had towards my perpetrator from God the Father and to learn to say, well, I didn't feel safe with Father so-and-so, but I can feel safe with God my Father because he's a loving Father. Um, and although I couldn't trust Father so-and-so, I can trust God my Father um, because he wants nothing for me but the best. So that took a lot of work and it, it took years of overcoming those spiritual effects. Well, Jane Dowling is our guest. Jane is the author of the winning book in the 2016 Australian Christian Book of the Year Awards. Her book is called Child Arise, 
The Courage to Stand, a spiritual handbook for survivors of sexual abuse. Jane, stay with us. We'll continue our conversation in just a few moments as we talk about overcoming the effects of sexual abuse. We'll continue this conversation in just a short while. We're taking some time to hear the heartbeat of the author of the winning book of the 2016 Australian Christian Book of the Year Award. Jane Dowling is our guest. Her book is called Child Arise, The Courage to Stand, a Spiritual Handbook for Survivors of Sexual Abuse. We were talking in the last segment, Jane, about just how you see God as Father when you've been abused at the hands of clergy or, for a lot of people, at the hands of their own father or their stepfather. How did you overcome those effects that caused you to have a a difficulty in understanding how you relate to your heavenly father, knowing in your mind that he's not the perpetrator of abuse in the way that you've experienced at the hands of someone who was a priest. But how do you overcome that sort of blockage? Yes, the only way I was able to overcome that was um, by really looking at the life of Jesus and learning from Jesus um, how he was able to cope with um, all I guess looking at the humanity of Jesus and his 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 vulnerability, um, and being able to see that there's no experience that Jesus went through um, that that a survivor of sexual abuse um, also also goes through. In other words, Jesus has experienced everything that a survivor of sexual abuse also experiences. So it really helped. Me me to look at the human vulnerability of Jesus, particularly in his passion leading up to his death. Um, I felt greatly um, encouraged by the life of Jesus, particularly in um, passages, uh, say for instance in Gethsemane, where Jesus says, take this cup of suffering away from me, that absolute um, that dread and that, that that despair, that powerlessness of Jesus in his own suffering, um, the sorrow that he feels in that moment, all, all profound experiences that the survivor of abuse experiences, particularly as we go through the, the, the process of being re-traumatised, um, you know, looking at Jesus and seeing how he was betrayed and the huge um, hurts that Jesus would have felt and uh, being able to identify with that as a survivor of sexual abuse as well. And looking at the way within all of these experiences, Jesus was still um, relating to God as Father, that's all very encouraging for a, any survivor of abuse. For me, it was a lifeline. Um, it kept me connected to God, who's the source of life and hope and um, encouragement to continue walking the journey. Um, I'm not sure if that answers your question, Neil. It does. And, of course, we don't read in the Scriptures that Jesus was the use, but we do, as you, his betrayal, the brutality 
uh, the mm-hmm. torture that he went through and the eventual crucifixion on the cross at Calvary. Uh, he has experienced the brutality of humanity and and the sort of brutality that he experienced really is perhaps beyond any of the brutality that we might ourselves experienced in any form of abuse. And so for you, you're saying that Jesus has been there before me and he has kept his faith in God the Father. That's right. That's right. So it's an encouragement for me. And when I ask Jesus, why have you gone through this, Jesus? Um, you know, why did you endure such suffering and pain? The answer that always comes back to me in prayer was, it was for you, Jane. It was for you so that through this, in this particular moment where you're suffering, that you can know that you too can go through this um, with me um, and that the Father is close to you in this pain and suffering and will continue to give you strength. So it was so encouraging for me. And as I said, for me, it was a lifeline now. And the resurrection of Jesus too, a very important part of the way that you've written your book because your book is called Child Arise. How do you reflect on the resurrection of Jesus in your life, Jane? Yes, child arise. Uh, That's very significant for me. Um, I I guess I'd just give a a little bit of a background for um, the listeners who perhaps um, don't um, have much contact with survivors of sexual abuse as we begin to go through the process um, although we can be an adult at the time we embark on our healing journey um, when the issues of sexual abuse arise in us we it's we begin to experience our inner child the child in us that experience the the sexual abuse, um, all the terror begins to arise in the child. It's as if the the child in us is calling out to the adult to stop and to attend because that child's totally broken and and despairing. So I guess for me, uh, the way I've experienced the, the resurrection in a very powerful way during the last four years from the beginning of writing the book up till now um, at that time I I was very crushed I was in a, a very dark moment of my life when I began writing the book um, and through the process of writing through the process of going through the Royal Commission um, the process of prosecution uh, I can truly say that Many things have shifted in me, which I see is the experience of the resurrection. Um, I do experience it's been a journey um, from darkness to light, from hopelessness to hope, from um, despair to joy. Um, There's been many things I've been able to celebrate again, but only because of the power of Jesus working in me, uh, I've been able to engage again in ministry. Um, I've been able to study again things that I wasn't able to do initially. being able to conclude the book for me is a sign of the, the resurrection of Jesus. And it's it's 
the experience that this child um, who in me who is has been so despairing and terrified in the past that through the word Jesus has taken the hand of my inner child and said you know through these experiences child arise um, and I really experience new life and I'm in a very different place to where I was back then in 2012 a place that's joyful a place of light a place of happiness so it's a very powerful experience for me of resurrection and being raised to new life and new possibilities well Jane you have written a very important book and a journey from, as you say, ruin and despair to healing and hope. And Jesus is the centre of your journey. I want to point people to this book. It is the winner of the 2016 Australian Christian Book of the Year Award. The book is called Child Arise, The Courage to Stand, a spiritual handbook for survivors of sexual abuse. And it might be one that listeners will want to get a hold of either for their own personal journey or because they know someone in their family or in their community or in their church who's gone through some of these dreadful things at the hands of perpetrators of sexual abuse. Jane Dowling is our guest. Jane, thank you so much for taking some time to so deeply share from your own heart And I know that listeners who've been through the sorts of things that you're talking about will be absolutely inspired. And I know that people will be out to get a hold of your book. It's called Child Arise, The Courage to Stand, a spiritual handbook for survivors of sexual abuse. Jane Dowling, thank you so much for being with us today on 2020. And thank you, Neil. It's been a real pleasure to share with you today. Thank you. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.